Hey, this is Matt Beckwith with the Winning with Beckwith podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to provide sales, business, and leadership information to help individuals in all walks of life. Each episode is unique, and we will bring some of the top leaders and business owners to the podcast to share what they have learned and are learning as well as myself. So thank you for tuning in. Welcome to this episode of Winning with Beckwith. I know I always say I'm excited, but I'm really <laughs> excited today. You can't tell because I don't really get that excited, but uh, we have a really special guest today. Um, his name's Brian Hill. He's currently the vice president of sales here at OVM Financial and, and has been for the last four years. So prior to this, we were competitors. Yeah, we were big time. <laughs> so it out a little bit. He yeah. played with me a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So uh, honestly, uh, Brian um, is one of the best executives I've ever met in this business. He's a true professional. And I know he'll say a lot of that's attributed to his time at, you know, the Harvard of the South. So he's a, he's a East Carolina University graduate. Yeah, I mean, you guys <laughs> have to understand that it's one of the top universities in the South, <laughs> for sure. But no, it is. not to mention cool. the geography major, which is going to take me a long way in life. I'm very proud of that. That's funny because on a previous episode, I talk about my history major. Yeah, yes. You know, We're so. taking over the world with our majors, yes. Yeah, so really with Brian's experience in sales and, and our world in the mortgage business, is really it's really unmatched in my opinion. I don't know many people that have his experience in sales. And so I did a little research before today, Uh-oh. and I saw that you've, you've been in the mortgage business since 97, right? Yeah, we don't talk about time, <laughs> but yeah, for, for a bit. Yeah, I mean, so I wasn't going to mention that was the year yeah, I graduated so high that. school, but... Uh, you know, 97 was a great year for me. And I figure my boyish <laughs> good looks take, take, take over all that. Hey, we're both, both of us are not on the young side of the no, business. So, you know, not, not there. But honestly, I bring it up because I know you don't like to talk about longevity. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think uh, with time in a business, really any business, wisdom comes. And that's the main reason why I have you on here because I feel like you have a lot of wisdom uh, about a lot of different things. Today, we're going to just focus on sales. <laughs> And I want to get, you know, some of the things you've learned out there. Um, try to make it real practical for the listeners so they can improve their sales, whatever type of sales they sure. do, um, and try to get there. So, you know, I kind of believe – actually, let me back up for a second because I forgot to ask you something very important. Uh-oh, here we go. So I try to do this. What's one thing mm-hmm. about Brian that most people, only really close people would know about you? A couple things. Uh all right. Uh, number one, I'll start with when I was a kid. I had a uh, had I was really into collecting baseball cards. Don't know what it was. Don't know what it is. I still have all those baseball cards today. Um, probably a quarter million, uh, two hundred fifty thousand baseball cards. Wow. Uh, have any, kept those. any Babe Ruth rookie cards or well, anything? That, uh, there's a little story about okay. that as well. <laughs> and uh, I did. I sold one baseball card. Well, I, I always had a bunch. Never really sold that much. But yeah. I was in college and. Uh, as a broke college kid, I never really uh, had any money. So I did. I had one uh, baseball card I found. You know, it's just a perfect story. Found it in my grandfather's attic, for nice. sure. A 1931 Joe DiMaggio that I ended wow. up getting, I think it was like $2,900 for. Wow. And I sold it for a semester of college. So there you go. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Granddad. Appreciate that. <laughs> So, and yeah. so I love asking that question because honestly, every time I've asked it yeah. on here, I get something I had no idea yeah. that you uh, that you collected baseball cards. Yeah. So I don't really fully. Co- I, I've just kept everything that I had forever, and uh, every once in a while I'll pick up something that really interests me. But, yeah. 
you know, so I'm not deep into it every day, but it's uh it's something I've just always I have a lot of questions about that, yeah. but you know, I don't wanna I don't wanna spend too much time good. today on it. But I think that's gold. So or I mean I think that's good, not gold. Um, sorry. So when we get to sales, mm-hmm. I, I think a lot of times and I believe a lot of times that sales kinda gets a bad name. And, you know, I kind of attribute to the old pressurized sales. Right. So everybody no. talks about used car salesmen. Listen, if you're a used car salesman, this is not a knock on you. Um, there's a lot of great. We've got a lot of great car salesmen <laughs> that are LOs right yeah. now. For uh, you know, and you have the old school, like, door-to-door mm-hmm. vacuum cleaner sales. Absolutely. Um, and they always had, there was this pressure to kind of get that sale done right then and there. Yeah. And so I feel like sales... Um, has kind of got a bad name, but I believe there's a right way to do sales. And so, um, why do you think though that, why do you think that sales kind of got a bad name? Yeah. Um, you know, it's pushy, it's salesy, you know, it's, you know, it's like you said, again, nothing taken, but you know, the whole used car adage, you know, I, I don't, uh, that is what it is. I mean, people have come into our industry. For for most of us, like we talked about earlier, you didn't go and get a degree in mortgage lending. Yeah. Nor, nor did I. I mean, we've got these awesome. Does that know, exist? Is no, that a major I, anywhere? Not though? not the school I went to. So <laughs> no, but I but I think that's it. You know, you and I maybe went to school. You know, and, you know, had our degrees in something else, and yeah. we fell into this, and we fell in love with it, and and that's what it is. So. You know, whatever people talk about the mortgage industry today, I mean, I, it's, hey, it's been our profession for a long time. Yeah. It's something that I I love, and I think a lot of people that are at OVM and other companies around the country today, I mean, if, if you're into it, you're into it. Yeah. It's not meant for everybody, but yeah. it's a hell of a career, though, too. It can be. Absolutely. Yep. And so, you know, I, I know with the pressure I sales, I, you know, I was thinking a lot about that, you know, when I was preparing to talk mm-hmm. to you today about that, that pressure I sales and... You know, I think as a customer, because I've been on the other end of that yeah. before, I think it just feels so um, inauthentic. You don't feel like the the salesperson is listening to right. you, and they're so sometimes so desperate to get that sale. That's it. And look, I get sometimes that there's rent that needs to be paid, mm-hmm. and there's there's food that needs to be bought, and you know, but I just believe that's that's no excuse. So, kind of in your mind and your experience, I mean, what what do you think a good sales yeah, experience good looks question. like? I mean, I think. You know, it's pretty, you know, we've been pretty fortunate to have some, we've got some great leaders here, but we have some great salespeople. And I think um, people are different. People are completely different. But I think if there are two things that you you would say that every good salesperson has, I don't care if you're selling mortgages, widgets, used cars, or anything else, it's attitude and drive. And I say that in just about every single interview that I have with people. Um, if you have a great attitude of what you're going to do, yeah. this is not the easiest thing to do every day. But if you're driven, it doesn't. You don't have to set goals every day. You have, you know. But keep moving forward. Keep yeah. doing things. So keep have a great attitude about what you're doing, and uh, should drive every day. And if you do those things, I don't care if I'm hiring bartenders. I don't yeah. care, if, you know, who they are. If you have that in life uh, within the mortgage industry. You'll succeed. Yeah, and I would say that's actually true for all sales, yeah. all sales jobs. And you know, we talk a lot about the honey badger mindset mm-hmm. around here, and yeah. we'll, we'll touch on that here shortly. Of just being relentless, but that yeah. drive is so key. And so, it, when we get into the nuts and bolts and, and the practical um, things of having a good attitude, our one-on-one experiences right. with our customers and clients, 
Um, where do you see that being, you know, a really good experience? So that interaction. So, yeah. so, you know, I'm, I'm your client, you're yeah. the salesperson. How do you see that conversation going and where have you seen success come in that, that interaction? Listen, I mean, anytime we have people, I mean, follow up is everything in our game. Yeah. So, I mean, number one, we have to be on the streets, not just doing transactions. I mean, we have to be working with people. We've got to be making relationships. Relationships. Yep. Relationships are everything, and it doesn't matter if you're a Matt Beckwith, a Brian Hill, and I do something very different than what Matt does every day. Matt sells. I mean, he's got a team. He's coaching. He's got a lot of things on the plate. I'm doing different things to bring value. You and I have to bring, you bring value to the company, I bring value to the company. And as long as we're doing that, keeping the customer in mind, and we have our, you know, we have our customer, our customers always are the person we're doing the loan for, but maybe, and I don't want to say more importantly, but I'll say as important, yeah. is the relationship that we're making with our realtor partners. Yeah. I mean, that that is, everything to us i mean you've got to treat these people like human beings yeah. this is not you know our di difference between selling something at dick sporting goods and working with or maybe an online lender versus us you've made a relationship and it matters to what we're doing every day for sure i know who you are i know your family and that's yeah. the way that we're trying to treat our the people that do business with ovm financial yeah. So you talk about bringing value. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah. So, um, you know, again, when I was preparing for this, I was thinking a lot about like a good experience. And when I'm coaching, you know, when I'm coaching loan officers and, and people in different lines of, of business, they always ask me, hey, when you go to a meeting, mm -hmm. right? And so in my world, we're going to meet with real estate agents and we wanna, you know, we wanna convince real estate agents that we're great at our job and that when they right. send us their clients, that it's going to be a smooth mortgage process yeah. for them from beginning to end, and so it's a sales. Yeah, it's no a doubt. sales. When we're we're out there selling ourselves and we're selling we're the company. myself. That's it. And so, one thing I was thinking about was what what makes a good experience. So when you everybody's like, well, what do you say when you sit down with these people? Yeah. And you know what my first answer is? I don't know. Yeah. And and that's kind of the mindset that you have to have is because everybody's different. And I'll explain a little bit is. When you just have a preconceived idea of what that customer's That's needs it. is, and you just start to throw that information up at them, and then they they respond like, "Well, that's not really what I was looking for," um, because you didn't actually take the time to figure out what brings them value. And so, a good sales experience to me is one where the salesperson listens to the customer's needs, That's it. Um, listens to their affordability for that particular product. So in our world, it's like a monthly payment, yeah. right? Answers their questions. Build trust, which is key. You gotta build trust, whether it's you're building trust with a real estate agent or whether you're sitting down with an actual client that is buying a house um, and getting a mortgage. And so once the salesperson has an understanding of what that customer wants, right? When I'm sitting in front of a real estate agent and I'm trying to develop a relationship and I'm trying to bring them value, yeah. Um, I can't bring them value until I understand what value they need. I think my, I think my mom used to tell me, "Hey, God gave us two ears and one mouth for yeah. a reason." I mean, and you know, if you really are listening, if you're listening to the person that's beside you, and you know, you're looking for pain points, you're looking for their problems, and you know what they've got going on, and you know, you're looking for a crack. What can I offer in terms of value versus? The people they're working with right now so i want to know who they're working with i want to know 
I want to know their kids' names. I want to know what made them as great as they yeah. are. So I have two two uh, two ears and one mouth. That's I, I think that's great. Language. I actually wrote that down. Yeah. Uh, God gave us two ears and one mouth for that's a reason. It. That's that's really good. So we got to listen, and we got to make sure that we um, basically give them what they're looking for, and not just slam uh, whatever we think they're looking that's for. It. Um, to do it. So, um, you know, I, I talked a few minutes ago about, you know, the desperation of the salesperson. Yeah. And um, in your experience and what you've seen, how do you avoid coming across as desperate when, yeah. when you're dealing with a customer or, or a client? You know, as a new loan officer, which I believe OVM does a really good <clears throat> job bringing in new loan officers, we've got a good program for that. But that desperation, um, you know, when you've got to make money, and you've got to make the rent or you've got to make your car payment so you can go to one another appointments that you know that that's difficult it is but what i tell every new loan officer is this to meet somebody new to have a new relationship you do have to have an elevator speech and i believe an elevator speech is a two-minute speech in which you can be very confident going forward yeah. without you know coming across too much you give your elevator speech, you tell who you are, what value you can bring, and then you sit back, you relax, you take a breath, and you don't come across as, I'm trying to knock this sale out from you know, day number one. It's a process. Yeah. And, I, and that's the other reason I tell people, new loan officers that come in, it's a process. It you, is. you will not, I, I told somebody the other day, my goal is if you make $30,000 your first year, my goal for you is the next year is I want you to double. Yeah. And then the and next year, I want you to double again. Yeah. And the next year, very simply, I want you to double again. And that's the way this, this game works. Yeah. I mean, and, and it's been, you know, very telltale the last three, four years. But, you know, in order to, you've got to be able to relax. You have to be scripted to a degree into what you want to come across at, you mentioned at the beginning yeah. confidence. You have to have it, and I want I want to hit on that a little bit because I feel like whenever you go into a meeting, in a sales meeting specifically, mm -hmm. and so just we're talking about mortgages and you know building relationship with with right. real estate agents, uh, which in the in the sales world is kind of like business to business sales, um, but it really applies to any type of sales. Yeah. When you go into a meeting or you are being relentless and getting some people mm -hmm. to talk to you, you got to be confident in what you have to offer. And, and kind of going back to that desperation piece, and yes, you need to um, close sales to, to make money in the sales world. Yeah. It's typically commission-based. Um, and so you got to do that. And so that's a real thing. But I think when you go in with the confidence, mm -hmm. knowing what you offer personally is, is good and being confident in that. You don't have to be desperate. Yeah. At the end of the day, that particular client or that customer, they're going to choose to use you or not. No but as long as you give it your best in that conversation, then you can walk away with your head held high. No, listen, if you've got in, in our business, if you have good role models, people that have been there before, whether it's you know Matt or myself or people that have done, if you ha do a certain amount of things correctly, this business will come to you. Yeah, it really will. But you you have to work. You know, it's not about working on a bunch of things that are going to make me awesome. It's working on a few fundamental things like you spoke about, the confidence, the drive, the attitude. And that's right here. 
That I mean, is. we can we can learn this game. We have learned this game, and yeah. we understand mortgages, you know, as well as anyone right now. But without having that drive or attitude to make that next phone call or to knock on that next door, it it will be challenging for you. So yeah. Oh, for sure. It, it is not built for everyone, but uh, it can for the right people that are driven, that have that confidence, and you know, not all salespeople aren't alike, right? For I sure, mean, we everybody's got a different style. Absolutely. I tell people that all the time. Is like you can, you can listen to what I've done. You can listen to what Brian done. Yeah. You can listen to other successful salespeople, whether it's a real estate agent or anybody in our world as a loan officer. But at the end of the day, you're you. I'm totally different. I tried to learn from everybody I could, and then I crafted my own way of doing That's things. It. I kind of stole stuff from everybody. Sure, of course. You know, I don't have really that many original um, ideas just so everybody knows. Um, but I think that's great. And so uh, one thing that we touched on earlier that I really want to talk about because I just love it is the, is the honey badger mindset. And so I don't know where this came from, um, but I know one of the other partners here at OVM, George Temple Jr., uh, him and I just started getting off on these honey badger uh, rants a few years ago. And if you don't know anything about a honey badger, because it sounds kind of sweet, uh, but they're actually the most relentless animal in the animal kingdom. And so if you ever have a chance to, to look up on YouTube, some YouTube videos about honey badgers, you'll understand the right mindset that you have to be in to be successful in sales. Because honey badgers, they take on animals 10 times their size, right. take them down. It could be a cobra. All right. And they're just attacking, 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 attacking. And so that's kind of, um, you know, the mindset that we talk about to be successful in our world and, and it applies to all salespeople. So, it, you know, I wanted to talk about that because it's a numbers game. And I'm sure when you yeah. when you were making sales calls and when you make sales calls, you probably get all yeses, right? You don't get any no's? No, yeah, of course. No, there's <laughs> plenty of no's. I mean, that's, yeah. that's, that's what we do. That's our game. So, you know, it it is. I mean, it goes back to that confidence. And, uh, you know, we talk about you know, fishing in the right ponds and trying to do business with the right people. And maybe there's a little bit of mix in that. I mean, if you're a younger loan officer, do you want to start in a younger demo? Do you want to do different things? But, but you're right. You've got to have that mentality of he or she may tell me no, but I'm going right back the next day. I'm going to dust it off. I'm going to go go to the next one. And, and that is that mentality. Yeah. You've got to have it. I mean, and again, going back, this isn't, Mortgage sales 101. This isn't honey badger mortgage sales. This yeah. is all sales. I mean, if you want to be successful at what you're doing and be driven and be a top person, or whether you're trying to be a top producer like Matt or another loan officer here at OVM or any other of the big companies out there, whether it's that or you just want to provide for your family, you know, you have to have a certain mentality and a certain drive to make that happen. You do. And, and we, we, talk a lot about that because I it's hard to teach that yeah it is so you can tell somebody all day long like you got to be relentless but what does that look like yeah you know what does that look like to you on, on the sales side so we you you manage you know obviously hundreds yeah. of loan officers and you know oversee huge teams yeah. um, but what does that look like in our world or really any salesperson yeah. world? what do we mean by that I, I mean I by being relentless in what we do is number one just like to what you just said Matt you're you're gonna get no's right yeah and you've got to be willing to be strong enough to take those no's. Yeah. I mean, you really do. The, the no factor is big in our game. There are a lot of professionals that have been doing this the right way, <laughs> yeah. 
in, in, in Hampton Roads and all around the country that you've got to have your niche. And I'll tell everybody that, you know, hey, what are you going to do? What are you going to bring to the game? What is your niche? Did you go to the greatest school in the world? Did I go to East Carolina? Should I call every person from East Carolina? Should I call everybody that went to Great Bridge High School in Chesapeake, Virginia? Yeah. I don't know, you know. But for us, we've got to have, you've got to be driven enough to take the nose and be able to keep going every day. And if that comes with setting up your day, like through a script, yeah. Um, time blocking, like this is what I'm gonna do. This is what I'm gonna do every day. Yeah. But I'm gonna stay in the green, meaning I'm gonna do green level activities. They're green, which means you're gonna make money. There's yellow in which, hey, I need to do these in order to sell things. That's good. And there are red activities yeah. that, uh, it might help me, it might be doing other things, but you need to be doing green, yellow, red activities every day. Yeah. But stay in the green, man, that's where, ultimately we're going to make the most money. Yeah, and, and so we tell people all that all the time, and sometimes, you know, salespeople will do it, and sometimes yeah. they don't. But um, at the end of the day, I can tell you right now, we could wrap this up right now, mm -hmm. you will be more successful at sales if you just be relentless and get in front of as many people in your industry as you can. That'll make you successful. Right. People ask me all the time, like, how do I become a successful loan officer? You know what I tell them? What's that? Be relentless, right? That's you should have known that. But <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, but what I tell them is if you do the right, so if you come to work, so I'm going to touch on this because maybe somebody needs to hear this right now that's listening. A lot of times in our world, in sales and commission only jobs, you walk into it, whether you're a business owner or something, thinking that you have this flexibility of time. Yeah. But you don't. All right, you, you do have flexibility to the extent you can choose what you do in a particular day because you only get paid if you um, close sales. And so you could, you know, come in and work from 12 to 3 and call it a day, right? But the difference is, is if you put in the hours that you need on a consistent basis and do the right mm -hmm. activities like you were talking yeah, about, you'll be successful. It's just a matter of having that right mindset because we've had people that have come in from different industries. Maybe it was banking. Yeah could have been somebody working in retail. Um, and before they would show up at nine, right? And they would leave their job at five or six or whatever. And I said, you're gonna have to put in that many hours and more at, at, to be successful in this business, especially at the beginning. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's key. Um, but one thing I wanted to touch on, so we talked about Honey Badger mindset. We talked about getting in front of people, just being relentless, just like not thinking about the nose, but yeah. just moving on and making sure that you're getting in front of as many people as possible. Um, but I wanted to talk about objections mm -hmm. in sales calls specifically. Um, and so in your experience of kind of observing the best yeah. salespeople that you've, that you've oversaw or run into or battled in a competitive yeah, environment or really yourself, I mean, how do you, um, how do you think someone could prepare for possible objections prior to that um, call with a client or prior to meeting with the client that yeah. they've worked so hard to get in front of? I think you and I have talked a lot about, uh, you know, even earlier today, talking about um, having a niche. You know, yeah. you need to go into every sales meeting that you have it, with an objective, you know? And that doesn't always mean to take somebody down, mm -hmm. you know? You must have an objective to, your goal is to be able to move on to what? The next meeting yeah. or the next sale. Yeah. You, you go in with an objective, this is what I'm gonna accomplish out of our meeting. You know, it's good. I mean, I want to be friendly with Matt. I want to do this, but I need to know at the end of the day, if I want Matt as a partner of mine, I need to know I have an objective to be able to meet with him again 
by next Tuesday, and by that time, I'm going to bring him this, yeah. or I'm going to bring him that. Yeah. I mean, we need to have an objective. So being able to deal with the negatives or the people telling me, well, how about no, Brian? Well, I understand <laughs> that. You know and I know yeah. some of the best people that you've worked with right now have all worked with other lenders previously yep. before you. Yep. Well, going back to your honey badger relentless speech, the follow-up is everything. I mean, it's yeah. all in that. To show up and have a great meeting with somebody yep. is fine, is great, but you have to follow up. And then when you think you you know, you follow up with them, what should you do next, Matt? should follow up again. Yeah, exactly. That's what you do. You yeah. need to have an objective to set the next appointment and an objective to be able to follow up on that next appointment. Because when you keep moving forward with people, Matt will tell you, every one of his top people that he's been with for a long time, especially the ones that he got from the very beginning, you know, they were yeah. all working with somebody before. Yeah. You and I had a very specific conversation the other day. I said, Matt, look back at your business and the people that you've worked with the, the people you started with years ago, those people, all, all of that made what you have today possible. You grew on building blocks yeah. of your business. And those four, five, six great realtor partners grew teams, then they drew, grew companies, and then ultimately they're running businesses. But I think that's, that a, that's a good They that's grew a, your business to, you know, you, your solid relationships you had from the beginning your business. I think so. that's, a, that's a key, you know, in, in our world, when you are working with real estate agents mm -hmm. and they're growing as well and you're growing at the same time, it's just, I hate to use this word synergy, but yeah. it, does, it works yeah. out because you're going after the same things. And so I always think it's important in sales. You want to surround yourself with people that are going after the same thing right. you are. That's just good life advice no um, to try to push you to that next level as well. Um, and so... You know, when I was thinking about too, I love what you just said there. A um, lot of a lot of wisdom. When we're when we go into a meeting, I think one thing is you kind of have to. I feel like I've always kind of thought through the objections. What are they going to tell me? Yeah. All right. That is in their mind, they think it's a it's an objection to us doing business together, yeah. or it's an objection to me getting that sale. And so just knowing what those are, yeah. I think is the key to overcoming right. objections. A lot of times I'll just spit out the objections immediately. Yeah. I know you have another lender, but. Exactly. You know, so in it. our world, they do have other lenders. And so I think going into that conversation, you have to acknowledge that right, right up front. I know you have another lender, right? And so um, in any type of sales, I think that's, that's key is just kind of knowing what objections you're going to get. And then overcoming that by just acknowledging it. So one thing that we run into is new salespeople. Yeah. All right, they've never been in the mortgage business or sold real estate or whatever their job yeah. is, right? And I think I've seen a lot of people try to hide that, right? Or say, oh, I've been in the banking world for 10 years. Yeah. Well, you really it's haven't done idea. this. You don't know what you're doing behind the scenes, trust me. Right. Um, and that's not a knock on anybody. But I think when you're talking to people, they want that authentic side of you. Just yeah. be honest, right? Whatever that is. Yeah, I'm new, all right? Mm -hmm. But here's why that doesn't matter. Yeah, that's okay. Because you're going to get me every day. You yeah. have 100% of me. You, I know you're working with this big giant team over here, but you're going to get me every day, 100% of me. And you need me. I'm going to be there, not right. somebody. You've got to have, got to have an angle. Exactly. Yeah. And so I think that that's key. Um, one thing that that I put in my notes here is to be direct. 
with with your clients, with yeah. your customers, and and don't try to sweep anything under the rug. Um, this is just a lesson I've learned <laughs> yeah. over the years. Is is sometimes you think things won't come up, and when you're so you know you're under the gun to get mm-hmm. the sale, and they've said yes, but you quite haven't quite given them all the information. Don't do that, yeah. <laughs> right? Don't just take it. Yeah, when they say yes, right, we're all taught to just stop. Yeah. Right. But if it's something important that you think they need to know, don't try to sweep that under the rug. Right. Make sure we we address that and make sure that's um that's that information is given to them to give them the best yeah. um, decision. So I got one more question for you before we wrap up. Oh. This is going to be good. <laughs> I just put a lot of pressure on myself to sure. get, get a good question. Right. <laughs> so. What was, thinking back to earlier in your career, what was some of the best advice specifically you got just when it comes to sales? I know you got all kinds of advice, sure. but yeah. yeah. Something we haven't talked about today, maybe. That's tough, man. I mean, it, you know, the people, it's funny. As I've grown in this business, in our mortgage business, you know, just like you, I mean, I've had a just a lot of individuals that I think, whether they are mentors or whether they've given you good juju along mm-hmm. the way yeah you know you've got to be I just you've got to be present in what you're doing yeah I, I think you know I, I did another job before this I you know I did a couple other jobs I yeah. mean, before I got into mortgage number one it's, this especially goes for the young people yeah if you think oh my god I heard Matt Beckwith's making a lot of money and I, I think the mortgage business is great identify it check it out if it's not Cut and move. Yeah. Yeah. Go, but try to do something different. But like for us, I mean, I just want to, you know, I think as a company, we are doing good things with our people. Yeah. And I just want to continue to, you know, show that, I don't know, It's and, and I want to get specific with you because, but I don't, you know, I don't have any golden nuggets yeah. to tell you like, this is totally, I mean, to me, and I didn't want to repeat what we said before, but what makes us great as individuals or salespeople is is our attitude and our drive and what we That's do. true. And, and you started I out with that. I come back to it, and I'm sorry about that, and I know you're looking for No, wisdom, no, that's great. But um, it, it's brought up, and if I did 150 interviews this year, I bring it up in every single one of my interviews. You know, sometimes we can overcomplicate you know, things. I do. But that's really what it comes down to. Yeah, it's I, just attitude and drive. Yeah, and I'm sorry about that. But, I mean. Don't I, apologize. You know, like, like great. For, for, for <laughs> us, for us, I mean, and for me. Yeah. I mean, I mean, even in my ripe age right now, I mean, I'm, I'm showing up pretty early every day, and I'm staying late. Hey, you're a hard worker. And, Nobody uh, can take care and, of, take and, that away. And if you take that and you can combine that with what you know about the industry and, and you drive toward, you know, setting goals is important. Uh, putting timelines on goals sometimes I don't think is as important yeah. uh, because, you know, it, it happens differently for everybody. We talk I, about th- I feel like we could have a whole episode on That's goals. It. You know, goals so, are- you know, I just... Let's stick with the attitude and drive adage and, uh, you know, and keep bringing it every day. That's it. Yeah, so we're, we're, we're going to be wrapping up here in a second. Let me just get the pound. It's so good having you on here. Um, I want to kind of sum up what we said yeah. because I always want, you know, the listeners to kind of walk away with some kind of something you can write down. There's been a lot of stuff uh, that's br- yeah. that Brian has brought up. Um, the, the drive and the attitude, I know – 
Um, you mentioned that at the beginning, and you just mentioned yeah. it again. And I think again, that's it's simple. Sometimes we just overcomplicate things, and and I think that's good. So that's that's number one key. I want to give you a couple other keys that that I took notes on while we were talking. Um, number one key is be relentless. Right, get the meetings. Um, don't be offended by the no's. Is the second thing I wrote down. Yeah. Right. Um, it, it's kind of the mindset of like no's not no. It's just no right now. Not right. Right. Now. The third thing I wrote down is don't be desperate, right? Don't be that salesperson that comes across desperate, right? People, people know. <laughs> it's hard though. I mean, that, it can that, be. It's difficult, especially for the for the new people. But if you go in with a a good mindset and objective for the yeah. next thing, I think we're good. Yeah. Uh, fourth thing I wrote down was prepare for the objections and overcome it before you even get the objection. Know what's going to happen, right? Last thing I got here is listen to the client, ask questions, clarify, explain your products and options, build the trust. Because if they don't trust you, they're not buying from you. Um, And provide the solution that meets the need. So after you kind of figure out what those needs are, then you give them that solution. And so thank you again for coming on, Brian. Um, I'd like to close it out. Thank you for tuning in. Um, The listeners, I I get so much good feedback from you guys, Mm -hmm. whether it's a comment, an email, if I run into you into the street. So keep doing that. I love all the feedback that we're getting. Um, Also share it with your friends. Uh, share it on social media if you feel like it could help somebody. That's the goal of the podcast is to take the the stuff we've learned. Nuggets. And we're, honestly, nuggets. we're still learning every Absolutely. day. Absolutely. Um, and we'll keep sharing with you the stuff we're learning and hopefully it helps you in, in your business. So thank you for tuning in. Cool. Thank you, guys.